Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hey, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Well, welcome to Ill-Advised. podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Uh, like not your pants. Or your dad. Because my pants ain't telling me shit except for take me off. And your dad's on leave because it's Father's Day. <gasps> Happy Father's was Day, Was that Biff? good? Was that? That was perfect. Right off the cuff? Excellent. Don't listen to him. Today's his day off. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I think we should listen to our dad In on general, Father's Day. On Father's Day, too? Just on Father's Day. <laughs> That's what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, maybe listen to him today. Okay. Happy Father's Day, Beth. Oh, thanks. You're so welcome. I'm going to listen to you today. <laughs> okay. Uh, how you doing? Uh, good. I grabbed a little lunch with my father and my brother who is a recent father again refathered yeah it's a movie his biological second child but technically his fourth child right so he's also a grandfather yeah. right that's so weird <laughs> so so weird yeah so it was nice nice yeah what'd Very you good. do for your father's day I was the laziest bitch you've ever met in your life. Yes. And I loved every second of it because you know I don't do this. I was going to say, you should have loved yeah, every second I of loved. it because you don't do that. Well, it was weird because even if I do shit like that, like, I don't love it because I don't do that. Because you don't relax. Yeah. You're like, I'm sitting here trying to relax, mm-hmm. but really. Right. Yeah. I'm really worrying. Your brain is yeah. like, but Beth, mm-hmm. you should be doing this and this and this. And the fork and knives should be reorganized. That's so accurate because I did that yesterday. I fucking knew you were going to say that. I fucking knew you were going to say that. In my defense. We're skipping to the wine. In in my defense, we actually swapped out the silverware and put new ones in and I organized the new ones. So you didn't like reorganize. Right. You put away. New ones and and made sure they were organized. That's a little bit more fair. Right. Than like. Like you feel better about that? Yeah. Okay. That's like more valid than like, I just didn't know what else to do. So I went into the silverware drawer and took it all out and put it back in. <laughs> no, it was the last fucking thing I wanted to do. Cause Colin's like, I'm just picking things up. And I'm like, okay, me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, me too. So then I went to the dining room, got the box of shit, brought it into the kitchen and started fucking putting shit away. And he's like, you know, you can relax. I was like, no, this is what you did to me. <laughs> You did you this. You started this. I was like, you said you wanted to put things away and you motivated me. And I, I, think said, I said, me too. I think I said you inspired me. And he's like, I didn't inspire shit. <laughs> On I our anniversary, you. we put away silverware. <laughs> I, he should have dumped you. He should have dumped For like him. an hour. No, he couldn't. I I'm was done. making dinner. <laughs> I'm done. I'll be back in when dinner is done. Do- <laughs> And my fucking drawers organized. <laughs> Bye. I feel like every time Wyatt's over for the weekend, I'm organizing a drawer. <laughs> like the last time he was over for the weekend, I organized my sock and underwear drawer. <laughs> I think that's just a trigger for me. Like, yes, I should have kept my underwear off. <laughs> what the fuck? 
We're skipping to the wine. Now. I'm just kidding. Are we skipping to the wine? All right, let's go to the wine. Did we have any updates or? I don't think no, so. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, you guys still listen, right? So just catch our episode. Yeah. And that's it. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, the only update I have is shocker, new wine. Yes. This one is a Sauvignon Blanc. On purpose. I literally went out looking for Sauvignon Blanc today. For me. Because I wanted something cold. For we. For sure. Mm. But I wanted something cold. Yeah. Yeah. This is called Mount Beautiful. North Canterbury Sauvignon (laughs) Blanc. What are you owing? Mount Beautiful. Well, I mean, it's... My mountains are beautiful. They are. And we are the faces on Mount Beautiful. Like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mount Beautiful. Got it. Well, you just looked so confused. I was. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) I was just thinking about our fupas on fleek. (laughs) (laughs) That was pre-recording. That was pre- Okay. Do we do the wine first or do we tell this story? Do the wine you already started. Okay. Let's do the wine. Certified sustainable since our first vintage in 2007, Mount Beautiful Wines from New Zealand's North Canterbury region represent the stunning richness of the terroir. Since when does New Zealand speak French? Terroir? T-E-R-R-O-I-R. Stunning richness of the terroir. Yeah. Sure. Our uncompromising commitment to quality produces elegant wines while pushing the boundaries of the typical flavor profile. Mount Beautiful Sauvignon Blanc delivers decadent tropical flavors, a creamy mid-palate, bright minerality, and a crisp finish. Mount Beautiful delivers a taste of New Zealand in every glass. Enjoy. Mount Beautiful. Drink responsibly. Terroir. Fuck you, terroir. The characteristic taste and flavor imparted to a wine by the environment in which it is produced. What about the environment in which it is consumed? Still Mount Beautiful over here. That's right. Mount fucking gorgeous. Oh, it smells fantastic. Mm. I hope it sits well on my Mount Fupa. (laughs) Yep. I was waiting for that look because I was like a little on the sour side. (laughs) Oh, welcome back. You're just going to have to deal with it. I don't it. know what my deal is today. You just Everything can't. is extra sour. Yeah, well. My jaw hurts. Keep drinking. You'll be fine. I love it, though. <laughs> mm. So you give it a two? No, it's it's got a great flavor. And it smells great. It smells wonderful. It's just a little sour. Then I don't see you going out of your way for that this one. That must be the terroir. Yeah. So what kind of fucking terroir are you guys cultivating over the <laughs> that was not used correctly second sip was much better third one is to actually get the flavor you ready oh okay yep first is to cleanse the palate second is to acclimate third is to taste mm. ready cheers cheers let's do this the right way oh, it's fruity it's fruity but it's like it's got like a pepper in it like a red pepper or a green pepper not the spicy peppers I was just waiting for you to fucking name every pepper I can't remember the name of them. Bell peppers? Bell peppers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. See? It's like fruity, but then it's like, oh, also there's a green pepper in here. That's weird. Yeah. But I kind of like it. Me too. Now that I got over the sourness. A little bit interesting, Mount, isn't it? Mount Beautiful. 
<laughs> Melt me, beautiful. <laughs> oh, I have questions. <laughs> you should. <laughs> been mountain recently, have we? Uh, uh, well, is me. my mother listening? Me either, Beth. Beth, you have questions. I know, I was getting out of Google. Oh, Beth, get out of Google. So this week, we have theguardian.com. Which I believe it's like um, a British columnist oh, column. The Guardian. Don't you know? Should I read the questions like this? No. <laughs> no, you should not. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. I, I love know. you guys. I don't know who you're offending. I can't make it out. <laughs> oh, good. good. Just like mine. I'm like, what the fuck region <laughs> of the world am I in? A terror. Anyways, this is Eleanor, Eleanor, sorry, Eleanor. Oh, I don't know what are you, 90? Yeah, I don't. Eleanor Gordon Smith. This is from May 2022. This question is called, I've got a seven-month-old baby. How do I make sure she doesn't feel the same body shame I do? I've never been happy with my looks and was often overlooked as a child and in high school for the prettier girls, which was very hurtful. I've oh. got a seven-month-old baby brown hair and brown eyes oh i love that quite chubby compared to other babies her age and when i see pictures of her with my friends with babies a similar age i feel worried that she will always be seen as the quote less than one in the group due to her looks the other babies in my friendship group have bigger eyes blonde hair blue eyes my friends and extended family have made comments about her quote not taking after this side of the family i.e by being blonde and skinny or quote oh no she's going to have brown eyes who says that (sighs) i worry for her i know it sounds silly but the world is judged on looks and i don't want her to feel the same less than body shamed feelings that i did how do i go about making sure she doesn't feel less than or not as good as based on her look well this one the brown eye one that's is wild stupid. it's weird that is weird it's weird that must be like but like that's the thing like i actually remember hearing about i don't remember what class it was but there was a study, and I don't know when this was, there's a recording of it, where the teacher separated brown-eyed and light-eyed students and treated them differently to teach them about segregation and racism and wow. the differences. Yeah. But I've never actually heard of this being applied as like a real... Yeah. I, I mean, I've apples never... and oranges, I think. But also, like, I just it, it just reminded me, like, this is a real thing. People do discriminate on the stupidest things. I can understand, like, you know, girls with straight hair always want curly hair. Right. Girls with curly hair, you know. And, like, even my sister-in-law, when she had my niece, because she's Latino, and so my niece has very dark brown hair and very dark brown eyes, even though my brother has lighter, Mm -hmm. like a, you know, light brown, soft, dirty blonde hair and green eyes. And I remember her saying that she had hoped that my niece would have his lighter eyes and i was like oh that's really funny because no the lighter hair too lighter hair too she wanted like a blonde haired she wants the dark hair and the light eyes and she that actually no she doesn't because that girl she doesn't she does not (laughs) she's gonna come home pregnant at 15 if she's that way no way don't do it but so i can understand that but like 
Oh no, she's got brown eyes. Yep. I don't know. I also hate this question because I do have a little baby girl, mm-hmm. and I myself struggled with looks and appearances mm-hmm. of my own. I remember having like that conscious thought one time mm-hmm. where it's like, how do I like help in her never feeling this way? So it's really hard to be in that position for both yourself and your child, mm. especially since your child's not in that position. Right. You know, it almost feels like, and, and this is no judgment at all because I'm not a woman. Um, but I have experienced like the weight issues of myself and I've seen, you know, I've, I felt that in terms of my son and what that's going to look like and how he's like, the kid couldn't be more free, first of all. So oh, yeah. whatever, he just like, he doesn't care about anything in the yeah. world. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I wish I was as carefree <laughs> as he was, but I've had those concerns in terms of my son and there's a part of me that feels like that's it's a little bit of projection. That was my thought as I was reading this question. Yeah. It's it's be, the part of me that feels that is the part that's relating to it too. So that makes it a little bit more oh, interesting okay. because we're imposing these thoughts on our kids that are when they're clueless, not even old right. enough to recognize yeah. that this is a thing or a societal issue or whatever it may be. Mm. You know, so I understand having that concern because our instincts as parents is to want better for our children. Right. They, we don't want our children to go through what we've been right. through. Right. But we also don't know what better is in these days either. Our definition of better might not be the definition of better in 15 years. Right. Or it might not. Or or the world has come around a little bit and things are generally more accepted and people are more, there's a more, we're more veered toward accepting and embracing differences and diverse factors in that face. Sorry, <laughs> tried to stop it. Was it the wine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Continue. But what I'm I'm trying to get at is like we're we're making a judgment call way too early, especially at seven months old. The way that you keep your yeah. child from having these things is by not treating them the way you were treated. You have these insecurities and these issues at least i did because other people pushed what the acceptable norm was Mm. you know oh you're getting fat you're getting weight again oh oh your cousin looked a lot better than you at that age i heard that one directly like things like that whereas like i tell my son like dude i don't care how much you eat i care what you eat yeah no i i like that you brought up that a lot of it's just projection yeah you know and I, I believe that. I think, but I mean, I think there obviously is something to say that, like, you know, thin is beautiful, and like these are kind of the way that our society is. Mm-hmm. Even though you also made another good point that, like, times are changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have a lot more body positivity out here. We mm-hmm. have a lot more of these sort of things. Um, so I think it's kind of not a fine line, but it is valid to be concerned about you know yeah i think it's 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 valid from a health perspective i think let me put it this way and i hate to say this to not any just parent. a health perspective i don't think it's necessarily Where valid it's like, from an aesthetic perspective up, 
you know, I grew up and I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I feel fat or I feel too tall or I feel too short or whatever. And, you know, and now my daughter looks just like me. So now I assume that she's automatically going to grow up and feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, I grew up feeling, you know, too tall or too fat. And I was made fun of for mm-hmm. being too tall or too fat. So it's like, you know, my child's going to grow too. up. And, you know, there's a good chance she's also going to be made fun of mm-hmm. for being too tall or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a projection, yes, but there's also some validity in the sense that, like, there's a good chance that your child is going to be get teased mm-hmm. in school for being anything, literally anything, anything. right? Your child could be perfect, but makes their cursive E's weird. They don't take cursive they, I was just going to say, they don't they even do make their E's weird <laughs> on the dotted line. Like, they're going to get teased for anything. anything. I think it's really preparing your child to respond or react in a way that's favorable to them. You know, like... Right, how do we raise our kid to not... By not giving them the fucking shit our parents did to us. Because a part of that, a big part of that, is our parents and our family. Their comments and the comments, the snide comments, the remarks, or like even my dad's the ones. Back, he used to make up a back alarm, a reverse alarm. Well, beep, uh, beep, beep. Jesus, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, your ass. Still. <laughs> right, but I want you to know that throughout your whole life, your ass has looked the same. <laughs> way bigger now no i don't think so it's not this it's not the same size i didn't have cellulite like this well i haven't seen your ass naked (laughs) in sorry pops since you lived with me (laughs) when i when you thought you were alone or something (laughs) or didn't care or didn't care if you were alone (laughs) but i i think a lot of that comes from like how we raise our children you know like i i think i got lucky because if Wyatt picked up on me and my insecurities, he'd be as neurotic as I am. That's true. But I never shamed him for his weight or oh, for, yeah. you Absolutely know what I mean? Not. Or even what he ate. I'd just be like, buddy, you just ate. Like, let's be like, let's be sensible about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or. Which any parent would do. Right. Not because of weight. Not because of weight. I do that with my four-year-old. Obviously, yeah. it's not a weight concern. Like, he's like, let me go grab a bag of chips. I was like, we literally he had literally, dinner five minutes we ago. we just ate pizza. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a bag of That's chips That's what right parents now. do, right? Yep. It has nothing to do with weight. And, but like, if he's, like this weekend, for example, I made um, chicken and he goes wild when I made chicken and he kept eating it beca- and I didn't care. Yeah. Like he had yeah. maybe two or three servings. He's like, can I have more? He like asked me, dad, do you care if I have more? I'm like, have, you're eating chicken. Have at it. Ha- you're eating have- chicken and arugula. Like go, bro. Oh, please. Yep take your third keep plate. eating but like if it was like pizza yeah he's like let's not have a, a large pizza he'll totally pizza. finish it on his own it'll be like no bro let's not do that you, yeah you don't need to do that yeah you can have pizza but when you're full please stop <laughs> yeah so like it's it's about how we treat our kids like i'm not fat shaming him i'm trying to teach him to be responsible with the way that he eats like eat the right foods and you know eat when you're hungry but like what your kid does ultimately is on them i think at the end of the day too not the way that they're treated well i don't know how to phrase that part either (laughs) but you know what i'm trying to say right no like it's they're not they're not asking to be picked on for whatever oh yeah you know what i mean yeah um yeah I don't know how to articulate that any other way. Yeah, no, but, that makes sense. But I think this specific topic 
it's really a reflection of how we well, the the values we instill in our kids. I was just going to say, I feel like it's much more likely for your daughter to grow up and have similar issues with her her feelings around her her the fuck is that word image image thank you oh, okay i was just pulling that one out of my fupa <laughs> well fupa on fleet <laughs> um they're much more likely like if we're like you said if we're neurotic about something around our children they're gonna there's a very good chance they're gonna grow up and be neurotic about the same thing mm-hmm. like i not always, but I, there are moments that I'm very conscious of, like, if my daughter's in my bedroom while I'm getting dressed and I put on an outfit that I'm not loving at that moment, there are definitely times that I'm aware, like, I'm conscious of, like, oh, my God, I can't wear this. I'm so fat. Like, I won't say that. Yeah. I'll change, but I won't acknowledge it out yeah, you're loud. better than i am i'm like you fat whore and my kid's like dad seriously <laughs> daddy you can't say whore if i can't say whore <laughs> oh my god he said fuck this weekend i almost lost my shit I, I, he asked for permission to swear oh he like, did yeah he did what was he talking about it we were playing a card game or some or we were playing a game of sorts i don't remember what it was but he's like but he said fuck and i was like like i'm like, gonna say like ass or shit or something <laughs> You said fuck. You said fuck in front of your dad. <laughs> and like literally moments earlier, I told Colin, like, you know, I think I'm ready for him to swear in front of me. I'm just not going to tell him. <laughs> and Boy. then he said fuck and you died. Then he died. said fuck and I just retracted back into my shell. I'm almost 36 and I still can't say fuck in front of my dad. Oh, I say fuck with my mom. <laughs> I do love Greta. So. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, but that's things that's like, just because I may be feeling uncomfortable or insecure or whatever, like I'm I'm not gonna make it a thing around my daughter. Right. It's just not That's so brilliant. And I think that's kind of the answer. I think so too. You know, you know what I, I mean? We kids they're not aware of this shit mm-hmm. until it becomes until they see it or witness it or right. experience it. Yeah. So if they grow up with mommy being like, oh my God, just paranoid in general about weight or about being teased or about eye color or hair color or just whatever, like there's a really great chance that that's going to be their experience. Yeah. So I think for me, my decision was like, well, you know, I can't determine how my daughter's life is going to be or what she may or may not struggle with or whatever. But I can fix, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if she sees me never caring about what I look like or never, oh my God, I can't wear this, I'm so fat, or then there's a great chance that she's going to grow up and not give a fuck yep. what she looks like. Yep. You know what I mean? So for me personally, that was how I approached the situation right. with having experienced that, like, how do I... And I think that's perfect. Make sure my daughter doesn't fucking ever feel like I feel. Right. I think that's a perfect way to do it. I think that's the only way to do I it, think really. that's the only Just, way. You know, and, and people parent differently, but really, like, kind of hiding. It's it's our job as parents, I feel like, to be really good actors. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes, and in these cases, we need to just show our kids we're comfortable and badass just just so that they can be comfortable and badass. Like you see those kids now who are like, especially now that they're 
there's a more that differences are more widely accepted people yeah. are like owning their shit like even celebrities like lizzo for example promoting that body positivity period yeah you know and watching a lot of these young child actors come out and you know and and express their differences in different ways you know this is the way that we need to be going with our own children if your child is concerned about their weight or their appearance or anything before i think this this is inevitable yeah right for sure especially because kids suck kids are so mean and so cruel and they'll they will make you feel as insecure as possible but if you teach your child to be confident with who they are and their appearance by showing them that you're confident with who you are in your appearance right. you know that might bring something to it you can't circumvent everything you can't prevent it also has everything. a lot to do with personality that's enough yeah either your child's just naturally not going to be affected by these things these things or they are i think that's where my kid my kid's just my kid yeah he just all right. Yep. Dad, my kid's who are just you talking kid. to? You go to the gym at four in the morning every fucking day. Dad, that shirt looks like, fine. Why up. are you changing it for the fifth time? <laughs> right. Yeah. Meanwhile, he don't give a fuck. Yep. He hasn't changed his shirt. In He's like, days. what's a love handle? <laughs> <laughs> Is that this thing right here? Is this what you're doing, Dad? Is this why you're changing your shirts? Because you think you have love handles? <laughs> I thought only women had that <laughs> after birth. Wait, Dad, but what's a saddlebag? You know, like shit like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> So, I mean, there's only so much we can do. There, That's it. That's it. That's it. You can't protect your kid from everything. But the things that you can protect your kid from is growing up with norms that are outside of, you know, like updated logic and behavior. Like, mm. it, I, I have nothing else to add. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I love the same page. Let's see what Eleanor says. Okay, Eleanor. Eleanor says, <laughs> first, let's start with the obvious. A brown-haired, brown-eyed, quote, chubby baby does not have, quote, less than looks. Not only is there nothing wrong with being big or dark-haired, even if there was, how someone looks at seven months is an indicator of almost nothing. A woman's hospital near me used to stick up Polaroids of odd-looking babies to reassure new mothers that many infants look peculiar. Not really pulley like your little one, but really peculiar. With a conical head or a heavily wrinkled brow or hair all over their body. It was meant to give a chuckle as well as a reminder that kids change radically as they grow. That was my, all of those were my head when he was born. <laughs> I love you, Wyatt. He's so handsome. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Coloring reverses, minuscule babies become big and round, little sausage limbs turn Ooh. lean and lanky it takes years to look like ourselves so for now everyone's predictions about your daughter are baseless second you asked how to make sure she doesn't go through what you did the curse of parental love is that it comes with a dose of worry and naturally that worry rummages through our own life even when it wants to know what to be vigilant about the risk though is that vigilance can become self-fulfilling Bracing a child too much for a bad outcome can teach them to expect it or to see the world through its lens. The challenge is to equip kids in case something bad lies ahead while letting them find out on their own if it does. 
Many children inherit their parents' traumas around money, betrayal, love, not because their parents hurt them, but because they're on such high alert that someone else will. That's especially true when it comes to appearance. Kids don't come into the world with concepts like too heavy or too plain. Someone has to teach us what those things mean and that they might apply to us. The hazard is that by explicitly telling your daughter there's nothing wrong with how she looks, you raise the possibility that there may be. Fortunately, time is on your side here. It's years before your daughter can think about this. I think one of the most helpful things you could do in that time is to try to heal your own experience with looks. That won't be easy. You've spent a lifetime being stifled by beauty expectations, and it's hard confronting work to face them down. But lots of girls learn beauty standards by hearing mom self-deprecate in front of the mirror. If you can love what you see instead, or even just not think about it very much, she'll have an ally before the fight begins. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And I, I meant to go into like healing yourself too. Yeah. Earlier. Yeah. And I, I don't know where we got thrown off, but it's a big, it's part, a big yeah. part. And I wish when she finds that therapist that'll hear that'll heal her from her body issues, that she will refer them to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can be beautiful. Mount me beautiful. You are a beautiful mount. Mounted beautifully. (laughs) I like that even more. Next. Yes, please. This one's a little bit lighter. I like light. No pun intended. Oh, fuck. That was absolutely not. You fat shaming columnists. (laughs) This is from December twenty one. It's ruining my life. I divorced my husband after his affair. Decades later, the other woman is back. What? What? I have too many questions already, so why don't you just start talking? I divorced my husband after his affair eroded our 22-year marriage. Three children. We then had new spouses for another 20 years. Holy shit. Wait. (laughs) How old are these people? (laughs) So, at least 60. So, so they were married for 20 years. 22 years. 22 years. They had three kids. Yep. And is that when they cheated? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. I I was wondering if I missed that part. Oh, I I divorced my husband after his affair eroded our 22-year marriage. Okay. We then had new spouses for another 20 years. He has now left his wife and is with the woman he was involved with during our marriage. That answers my question. And then it says in parentheses, her husband died. My children were initially aboard. Aboard? Aboard? A-B-H-O-R-R-E-D. What's the pronunciation? Regard with disgust and hatred. Abhor. 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 So abhorred. Why does your person sound like that? I don't know. I didn't say sexed me. (laughs) Abhor. Abhor. My children were initially abhorred (laughs) by this union once I told them who she was and the pain the affair caused me. She frequented our house whilst the affair was going on, but my children are slowly accepting her. I know I can't make them feel the way I do, 
but this feels like the ultimate betrayal to me. This woman is by stealth moving in on my family once again, and they are accepting her. Please help me not to feel this way about the, their father and my adult children. It is ruining my life. So the kids are warming oh, up to yes. the mistress slash, slash, slash girlfriend. New, yeah. This is so weird. I feel for this mom, but I also want to punch her. Keep going. She wants her? her children to hate this lady. Okay. And she's like projecting that onto them. Yep. She told them who the woman was and mm -hmm. how she ruined Which her is okay. life and ruined their marriage. And Which is, I think that's, I mean, I wouldn't say that to a younger child, but to my adult children, dad's with whatever. If they see me react, I'm going to kind of have to tell You're them. You're not going to full blown be like, oh, that's his mistress. She's the reason why we divorced. I actually think and I'd get caught off guard. she's the reason why I am miserable and hate my life now. Yeah. No, I actually think, I don't think I would go that far. I don't think anything. No, that's why I said I feel for her because I too would feel how she feels. I just wouldn't act on that. Oh, you see, but that's where I'm going with it. I'd kill my husband and that girl. I'd but kill him, but I ain't going to tell my children. <laughs> where I'm going with it is like, I would like, I wouldn't be conscious of my reaction because i would feel blindsided blindsided like, on like dad's dating this woman named blah 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 and i'd be tell. like my head would oh, yeah, whip yeah, around yeah, okay. and i'd be like yeah that whore <laughs> <laughs> that dirty bitch who ruined that our family homewrecker that gold digging piece of jan brady trash who's jan brady the oh, middle the child. <laughs> Why is Jim Brady trash? Because it came out of my face. Hey, I like it. Thank you. Let's go with it. Yeah. Uh, but I, th I don't think I'd be... I think it's something I would have to apologize for just to... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that further confirms what I was saying. Yes. That you wouldn't be like, oh, you want to know who this bitch is? Right. Let me tell you. Yeah, I think I would just react blindly. Like not paying attention yeah, to myself just like just instant anger as a human yeah. yeah interesting so i'm sorry what was her question I'm again gonna go. <laughs> were you gonna ask the same question yeah this woman is by stealth moving in on my family once again and they're accepting her please help me not to feel this way about their father and my adult children it is ruining my life help you not feel this way she's upset that her children are accepting this lady and she's upset that her husband is back with her i almost want to say like first be okay with feeling feelings toward your ex-husband in a way yeah does that is that okay to is that fair to say i mean it's supernatural that she feels the way she yeah feels. be okay with feel like sit in that be you okay with to. feeling that you way obviously have and even 40 years later like you're not you're not totally beyond it Definitely not. But I think also, if you were also totally beyond it, that you would still be okay react. I mean, you're always okay reacting. Let me rephrase. I think that 40 years later, you'd still be entitled to feeling Absolutely. feelings of love, Absolutely. right? So I'm a little bit stumped, Biff. I'm not going to lie. How do you stop yourself from feeling this way? Even decades later. I think asking this question is a really good first step. You mean the fact that she can... Acknowledge. She's aware that like... Yeah. 
I don't fucking want this to be consuming me. Yeah. And I don't want to be angry at my kids for accepting this lady who ruined my life and my marriage and my family. Yeah. And this woman moving in by stealth implies that you think she's doing it on purpose. Like you guys aren't together anymore. She's not doing this to hurt you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That part matters to me too, a little bit. She's not doing not this to, to hurt she you. She doesn't matter to me in this situation. No? Not, okay. not to me. Okay. Not to me. Oh, no, but I, I think I see that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I was coming at it like psychologically from like, you know, maybe it'll lessen the blow a little bit if you don't think that she's doing this no. out of spite I to don't. you. But I see exactly personally, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, personally, well, I Really don't. good perspective. I'm actually feeling a little ashamed that I didn't come to that. <laughs> don't ever feel ashamed. No, but you know what I mean. Like that's, it, it almost feels like that's, that's just like a really, yeah, she's irrelevant. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a fuck about her. Yeah, it's not, that's not my issue. Yeah. It's not going to make me feel better if I'm like, oh, well, she's not intentionally, you know. Right. Well, regardless like, about how you and I like, would react, you. the message that we push is like, if your significant other cheats, it's on them, not the other person. But we know what we would do. Kill them both. They'd both be dead. <laughs> exactly. I'm killing Probably. my baby daddy and his new. Cheers. That's it. That's it. However, <laughs> how do we explain that one to the kids? Yeah, no. <laughs> At least they're adult children it, now. It was Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Send mommy Bond. <laughs> uh, you just, I mean, there isn't really. How do you, you just, move past that? You. <sighs> I feel triggered and I didn't yeah, even experience I don't this. know how to answer this. <laughs> like I'm triggered for her. Yeah. Uh, I almost wish my baby mama cheated on me so I could answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> Mine definitely probably did, and I still don't right. know. How do you get past it? You... This is an interesting question, and I this I don't think we've ever been this here. This long later, that's uh, that's what's kind of stumping me. Not to steal your line, but I also feel like the timing is irrelevant. I think she's just being triggered by this person absolutely and like, like how do you be like it sounds like she realizes that she's like her reaction is like not that it's not valid but it's not she doesn't want to feel that she doesn't want to be bothered by it anymore she doesn't want to be bothered by it anymore but she also realizes that like it's not it's time for her to like so yeah i guess like doesn't want to be triggered by it but like it's time to move on like this isn't the affair anymore right like, being with this right. person now and if her kids like her should be okay because it's different that was a question <laughs> i don't this is hard i feel like that's gotta be the trigger we don't get stumped like this not what's so gotta be the trigger the children it's starting to accept her okay i think that's the fucking nail in the coffin for me you think so it's gotta be well do you think that she would have said something to them about this woman if she wasn't triggered no, not unless the kids were like. Well, because of, at first they were abhorred, abhorred. Abhorred. They were not okay with her at first. Because yeah, mommy was because like, mom this said is something. That's that's why I'm asking. Do you oh, okay. think she would okay, be I'm following now? Yeah, thank you. I just put the breadcrumbs out for you. Yeah, no, I still because I think if it was me, I could be like, oh wow, that's funny. That's your dad's new girlfriend. Because that's 
why we're divorced. You know what I mean? Me mm-hmm. mentioning like, wow, your dad had an affair with this woman or whatever. That's not going to be as, that's not going to be as a big deal to me as my children being like, oh my God, look, Cindy brought me to the mall and we got our nails done together. Mm-hmm. Right? Then I'm seething. Seething. Yeah. And I, I guess you know why, I mean? would you, why would you just be like, at first they like hated her, but now that they like her. That's my know, trigger. Yeah. I see that too. I, I think. I don't know. I, to work within yourself and be like, my kids want to have a relationship with their dad. And to do that, they need to have a relationship with this woman, just like they had a relationship with my husband. I don't know if they're still married because the, they both remarried. You said, right? Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. So like kind of seeing it from that perspective, because at this point your affair is irrelevant. I feel like, or his affair is irrelevant. Not to mom. No, no, no. But I'm saying like to kind of like bring that back. Yes. Not to mom, because obviously this is stemming from something. That's why I think the trigger is the fact that the children are now starting to like. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like, if you take a step back and be like, they're trying to have a relationship with their dad. And that means having a relationship with her also the affair is kind of irrelevant because, well, now I'm talking myself out of it. Yeah. Because I'm also thinking like they needed to form a relationship with her new husband. So if you think about it from that respect and kind of put the affair aside, but they can't do that. Or can they? Have they? I think it was probably more of a mom told us who this lady was. So we're like, fuck that lady. But she turned out to be pretty cool. A couple months later, we're like, or dad's happy. We weren't the ones who were married, so we don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, I mean, they're adults, she mentioned, but like, we're still kids. Like, I wonder what the fuck. story would have been like if he was the one writing in after he cheated. Writing what question? Writing this question in. Like, after he cheated, being like, you know, it, it was a really good point. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I'm sorry. Forget it. Say, it's not what, worth it. What was his question it was, be? It actually was a really good point. I was really surprised that I came up with it, but no. <laughs> Great. Forget it. I'm just going to drink wine and you're going to read the response because we're both stumped. I, well, I just... I'm stumped. Other than working through... I don't think through, I have a response because I'm... I don't know how to heal from these types of betrayals still in my own life. You know what I mean? I would be this lady even 40 years later. Now see... With grown children. I don't I know how to I healed from that heal. betrayal, but my son wasn't... Right, and that's what I and think, and that's why I said, I think that's the trigger. I think that was like, yes, I'm still, hurt. like, this is something yeah. I haven't healed from, but it's way back. But now that my children are like, oh my God, Cindy took us shopping. Now I'm like, huh? Yeah. Like, now my husband, my ex-husband betrayed me. This woman ruined my life, and now my children like her? Mm-hmm. Like, You'd feel double betrayed. Now, yes. Now I'm like, either we're all about to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to handle that now. It was yeah. bad enough my husband betrayed me, ruined our 22-year marriage, our whole family. Now he's back with this lady. My children used to hate her. Which made me feel good, made right. me feel valued, made me feel cared for, protected, whatever. But now my children like this fucking bitch. Right. Even if it's my husband's fault, she's still a fucking bitch. Right. 
it's just it's it's because not, not even th- like our favorite response like you need therapy is enough for me you know what i mean oh i missed a sun uh paragraph yeah fucking it's bit. important because it's what we were discussing i know i can't make them feel the way i do but this feels like the ultimate betrayal to me um so what you just said mm. but it actually helps a little bit to hear that because now my entire family just pushed me to the side just no fucks about me. I think you need to kind of shift your thinking a yeah. little bit. Uh, yeah, but how because do you your kids, do I know, that? I know, and this is going to be like how every individual deals with things, now right? I'm because an it's going to be different for everyone. I gave birth to you, right? I gave mm-hmm. up all kinds of shit. I was your wife for twenty-two years. I took care of this home, presumably. Mm-hmm. These children, I raised these children. I've done all these things, and then you and my children. Just go off with this other lady. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't go off. But that's how it feels like. Okay. That's how the betrayal feels. That's how, it, yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. You guys just ruined my entire life. Mm-hmm. And now my children are cool with her. Ugh. I can't do it. I can't me, do it. And to me, it's your kids didn't betray you. I agree. To me, it's your kids didn't betray you. But that's not what that feels like. I know, I know. We can't separate the feeling from what the cold hard facts are. You know what I mean? No, never. We can never do that. Otherwise, we'd be okay. We wouldn't need therapy. Right. We could never (laughs) separate that. But it's it's on you to kind of realize your kids didn't betray you. But how do you do that? They're just trying to have a relationship with their dad. How do you separate Yes, That's that's it. Therapy. But I've been in therapy and I still can't do that. Yeah, well, I'm only saying therapy because I have no other fucking answer. I know, that's what I'm saying. And even in therapy, I still can't do it. So that. let's hope whomever from Eleanor. the Guardian, Eleanor from the Guardian, has an answer because let me tell you, I don't think we've ever been stumped, ever. We've always had something to say. We've always had, even if it was the we wrong advice, we always had we something still to say. Kill them both. Oh. Your husband and his bitch. Please don't do that. <laughs> This this is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Drink wine instead and listen to us, but don't do what we say. This isn't working for me. Keep going. Or do whatever you want. Your husband did. Eleanor says, I don't know why people say time heals all wounds when often after years, the same wound hurts as badly. And the only difference is other people expect it won't. The first thing I want to do here is commend you for wanting to change this. Plenty of people wouldn't, especially in the grip of fear and betrayal. Many of us turn our own reactions into concrete truths. We move from, quote, this makes me feel betrayed to, quote, I'm being betrayed. From, I feel invaded again to, they've set out to invade me. The fact that you don't have that speaks to your dignity as a person and your strength as a mother. Happily, it also proves that you are the kind of parent who won't easily be discarded by wanting to be rid of this feeling. You've already shown how much you you've already shown how much you love your children and prioritize their well-being. Mm. That's the kind of selfless regard kids detect and cherish even well into their adulthood. Two additional thoughts might help when you feel the bile rising. 
One is to try to separate this actual woman from what she reasonably represents. Sometimes the other woman can take on a spectral shape-shifting quality. She's a shadow disappearing down a hallway. Her only known characteristic is that she's not you. Like the monster in the horror movie before you actually see it, she becomes an amalam. <laughs> what? A-M-A. L-G-A-M. Amalgam. Amalgam. She becomes an amalgam of all fears, <laughs> even when they're contradictory. But just like the monster, she's less scary once known. She invariably turns out to be just some person who gets things stuck in her teeth and misses the bus like the rest of us. Though it's natural, this particular woman would roil up feelings of neglect and abandonment. Those feelings are bruises, not predictions. She herself is not the loss of your home life. You've already survived that. Or the end of your children's love. No chance. She's just Carol. Or Susan. Or whatever her name is. Karen. And she has edges and boring bits, too. And she'd like to see a manager. If you were ever able to find a complex piece with your ex-husband about the affair, you may someday find that with her once she strikes you as a regular old person. The other thought is that when we feel scared, threats can look bigger than they are. We confuse the long shadow of a horrible possibility for the possibility itself. You talk about this woman, quote, moving in by, quote, stealth that echo of being invaded or compared but there's a space between her getting to know your kids and you being devalued or at risk the kids might have dinner or holidays with her but i promise that doesn't mean they're replacing you or that they've forgotten about your pain they may just be guided by the same thought you are how can i act normal for everyone else's sake you don't have to heal from this completely to declare it's in the past it will still hurt but let it hurt at the size it is. Oh, I like that. A reminder of pain, not the size it wants to be. A sign of more to come. It's time you'll be able to feel what Emma Thompson said years after Kenneth Branagh's affair with Helen Bonham Carter. It's all blood under the Bonham. Bonham. <laughs> <I just laughs> oh, sorry. That's all I could think of. Well, you're right, Biff. <laughs> What was I right about? Bonum? <laughs> no, about about recognizing that like nobody's out to get you. Yeah, I I um, I feel wrong with you saying you're right because I feel like this is so spectral. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't mean like right or wrong. Yeah, I I I think I understand what you mean in terms of the way that the columnist answered this. You I agree. were similar. Yeah in your response I, I i do agree with this answer in so many ways but this is they're they're asking them to work on themselves in a roundabout way and yeah this answer isn't gonna do anything for me but honestly right As now the wife it's the I'm only answer this. to me you know what i mean no for sure there you know what i mean there like is. if I you're looking think... for other guidance like bro act out on your own you know yeah for sure I don't think there is. There's, yeah. I don't think there's but a But if I wrong. was the wife, mm -hmm. and this was the response I got from the columnist that I wrote to, mm -hmm. 
I'm going to tell her to go fuck herself just like Karen can go fuck herself. I almost feel like this is a response that you would get from a therapist. And the only reason I think that is because I can't think of another response. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, I can't think of anything else. I think for me, where I'm getting stuck Unless you kill your kids or her. Don't kill her. But like, unless you kill her. I think where I get stuck is like, it's one of those things where I already know the answer. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that nobody can tell me. You know what I mean? Or is it more like, I know how I feel and I know how I want to handle it. And No, not how I want to handle it. It's like, I'm aware that this needs to be solved. Mm -hmm. I don't love that I feel this way. I don't Mm -hmm. love that whatever. So somebody being like, oh, you know, just do this or just do this. Or Mm -hmm. it's like, fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did love what Eleanor said. I hate that you keep calling her Eleanor. <laughs> you're the one who said Eleanor. I just did it for fun. I think Eleanor, Eleanor, that was my grandma. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's, there just is no, nothing anybody is going to tell me is going to make me feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I do know what you mean. I also, oh, but that's not what I was saying. I was saying I loved the <laughs> treat this for the size that it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's almost beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. But I'm also going to stab you in the throat if you ever say that to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything happens for a reason. It's like I fucking Oof. know. Yeah. I know. But that that reaction speaks for itself too. Right. That's why I had no answer for this. Because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to kill them both. Just don't kill them both. there's nothing else please, that I can do. Please don't. We are not telling you to kill anyone. That's just what Stephanie would do. Fuck yeah, I would. And I hope my future husband's listening. And she's still in school <laughs> for psychology. So, that's why I'm like, bruh, there's nothing nobody's telling me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. <sighs> I don't like that one. I don't. <laughs> Next. I knew it would be a good conversation though. <laughs> yeah that last one literally threw me for a loop yeah i'm like in a bad mood now (laughs) 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 this poor lady oh my god well yeah that one was rough that first one though i know they were both really good they were both good they're both great questions i don't know i really want to hear what other people have to say about that second one though that whole Please like tell us because i need to know i, I want rachel to tell us <laughs> no because me and rachel will fight yeah i just know it i just know well it. that's because you're coming at it from like if it was you exactly that's and I'm rachel's thinking. coming at it from like i'm general, outside of it like right. this is i'm like looking at your bubble <laughs> right yeah but if you haven't listened to our episode with Rachel, oh <laughs> episode man, you seventy, you don't want to miss it. It you was really a don't. great episode. She's just perfect. She's great, and I know we're, we'll kill have me for saying that. But we'll, she's yeah, she'll punch you in the throat. She I, won't. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just such a great episode. Please listen to episode seventy, and you can listen to our episode with her on consent to treat. Um, also, just listen to consent to treat in general. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to stop talking about it, but I think that's all we have this week. Just, just because these conversations were the magnitude of these discussions just filled up all our time. And so that's, that's all we have this week. I know. Cause we even cut these conversations in half Yeah, and we still like, well, yeah, almost in stop. half. Yeah. 
it's this is why we started this because this is what our <laughs> we our minds literally go down these this is just what we do we spiral <laughs> in our personal lives and in yours <laughs> you drive us nuts in the best way in the best way send us your questions your comments your thoughts on this fucking question and Please. all of your concerns to advised so podcast at gmail.com and you can catch up on all of our episodes at illadvisedpodcast.com also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ill-advised the podcast. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. Everything about you is fantastic. You've been ill-advised. <laughs>